When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Radio, Metal Whistle Radio contains explicit material. Oh my god! You want to see something really scary? You bet. Music, horror, art, politics, and overall badass. Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio for real on Society 13 Networks. folks. Oh, I didn't know you were recording. <laughs> Welcome to KWR. Joined here by Miss Heather Taddy, who brought a friend along. Yes, I brought a special guest to the show today. His name is Dave, and he plays music under the name Requiem. Hi. <laughs> There's always more than one Dave in the uh, There's so many in the Daves. show. There's a lot. Of, we know a lot. What did of you Daves. What did you call me tonight, D Dog? I called him D Dog. Yeah. That okay. could stick. You yeah. can call that me D Dog. Yeah, maybe every time he's here, D Dog. Okay. All right. So so D Dog. <laughs> but I was just meowing, so I should be like D Cat. <laughs> so how? All right. First of all, how did you meet this guy, and what's the um, story? We here? met at the Silver Mount Zion show. So yeah, we were seeing so yeah, and um, you had actually I was with my cousin, and you guys had been at like a neurosis show or something together. Yeah, but we didn't know each other. We found that out later. Okay. So similar friends. So we I just was, started talking. I was admiring uh, their pedals, and then he comes up from behind me. And he's like, "Oh man, look at all those pedals!" And I thought he was making fun of me, <laughs> but ended up he wasn't. He was like actually enthralled by the pedals as well. And then we discovered we share the same love for bands like Jane's Addiction, Faith No More, and Neurosis. So. Oh, Neurosis always comes up too. Yep. Uh, yeah, Faith No More. What did you think, Dave? The uh, the new track that was out for Faith No More. Being you must be an old school fan. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I, I liked it a lot. It, it it took me to sit down and I had to uh, like kind of like theorize about it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like they're easing into it. Like they're kind of like teasing us. <laughs> Big time. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Totally teasing. That uh, yeah. CD comes out next Tuesday. Really? Yeah, it's okay. Uh Is it really 17 tracks, or did I read yeah. Um I think the album is shorter, but I think they, they did 17 tracks, okay. but they'll probably pop up in 
various well, ways. Well, it's not yeah. uncommon that Faith No More comes up on this show. It comes up a lot. Yeah. Maybe more than Jane's Addiction sometimes. Yeah. But now, let's talk about Requiem here. And how long how long has this been going on? How do you explain your music? Because I, I have my own little um, well, description. We'll, uh, well, it's changed over the years, but... Um when I started it, I didn't really, I didn't really know what to call it. It like, I found out later on that there were people like doing music like that. Um, a lot of people call it like dark ambient, like especially the old stuff that I was doing. Um, but yeah, it's a mixture of a whole bunch of different things: dark ambient, industrial, mm-hmm. uh, metal, doom. You know, like a whole bunch of different things. But I usually, if I have to describe it to people that aren't like aware of like that this type of music exists. I just kind of say it. it's kind of like a, like a horror film soundtrack. Yep. You know. Bingo. That's what I, that's what I have. I have an ambient horror soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I wrote down. Uh, yeah, like, I was watching the videos that you have on there. You said those were just clips. They're not uh, the full video. Yeah, there's just, like, promo clips I made for the record that came out last year. Very cool. They're very cool. I mean, very involving, kind of cre- just creepy, in a different way creepy. Yeah. And, uh, like, uh, the only way I can pinpoint, I wore this for you tonight because I thought of them immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my, my Godflesh shirt that I'll rip out every now and then. I talk about them a lot, but... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it just yeah, it reminded me the visuals. Not the music so much, but the visuals that yeah. you use in your videos. Well, his, uh, Justin, Justin Broderick's yeah. signed side project, Final, that was one of the earlier... Uh, Jezu. Yeah, kind of... Uh, um, like, uh, how, how would you say it? Like, uh, experiences with kind of a dark ambient type of, uh, music was his project final. Yeah, that's good stuff. I mean, I love that stuff. When you're right and you have that in the background, it just helps. Yeah. It gives you visuals you normally wouldn't have. But now, now, you heard, did you meet him first or hear his music first? I met him first and then I discovered okay. he played music and I, saw, and I saw you live like two or three times? Two times now. Two times, yeah. We bought him both years. So, wow. So a live experience. Now, I'd love to hear what that would be like. Now, is it's it, intense. Is it like, how many folks are involved? Uh, it's just me. It's just you. Um, in the past, my first show ever, actually, I had three other people play with me because I didn't think I could do it all by myself. Um, but, uh. There's so many wires and cables. <laughs> yeah. It's a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. Well, how do you organize that? What do you do? You're going to do like an hour and a half set normally, and you just set it up ahead of time? Um, I usually only play like 30 minutes. Okay. Um, I, it's it it's not a mess going in. Like everything's packed nice and neatly in my uh, my crate. But then by the end of the show, it's a mess. You just throw it all in there. Yeah. <laughs> now this, this album, um, did we miss something along the way? Because now Providence is what the one I'm familiar with. Yeah, that's the uh, the the most recent. Okay, so what else was there prior to that? Because again, Heather hit me up last night. <laughs> yeah, and said, "Come on, I'm going to come over and bring over Dave." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> yeah, no, there, there's a lot before that. There's uh, the one before that. Uh, well, I I did a release that was kind of like. Um, a compilation of songs that I did for, uh, you know, compilation discs and some movie soundtrack work I did. Um, that was called Persona Non Grata. That was just an online release and that was free to download. And you can still download it for free. Cool. Um, before that, a regular release was Bet Noir. Um, and before that was Recluse and it goes on and on. So you have but a library yeah. here. I, yeah. I guess I missed this along since, the way. Since 90, 97 was my first, uh, release 
Man, it's amazing that in the circles that we're in that I haven't come across you. Yeah. Although we have, we just didn't meet. Yeah. That's kind of funny. What did we figure out? We, you were in Butler around the same time that I was in Butler. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and you, we were all at the Screen Park premiere. premiere yeah, yeah. We were yeah. there. Yeah. It's so crazy. Oh, that, that, yeah. But that was a great movie. Oh, good time, yeah. good time, good time. So what, all right, when you sit down, do the visuals come to you first or do you write the music first or how does it start? Um, yeah, I just start messing around. I like start playing around with uh, whatever um, instrument I'm using at the moment and I'll come up with an idea and I'll jam on it and then sometimes I'll record it and a lot of times it just sits on my uh, computer for like months and months and months and I'll forget about it. And I'll go back to it. I'm like, how the hell did I do that? I don't remember. <laughs> and then um, sometimes that inspires something else, and I take it from there. Other times I just jam out a set, and it all depends. If I'm um, lately, I've been trying to like compose stuff live for live shows, and then I turn that into a recording that's a little more polished and has more layers, probably. Cool. But in the past, I used to do the opposite, was that I would do stuff, I would record it, and then I would try to figure out how to do it live. And sometimes I wasn't always able to, because, like, on one of my old CDs, I uh, I did a song just completely using everything that was in the kitchen, like the oven door, and, like, <laughs> slamming it shut with a microphone inside of it. Nice. So I can't really, you know do that live but <laughs> no, that's cool you could. yeah you, you really could, could. Yeah. i could yeah keeps it fresh though i guess if you're constantly if, I, if I want more stuff to carry yeah. i could bring the oven you need a bigger table definitely yeah i need a bigger table he puts all of his stuff on a table and it like looks like it's gonna fall down. it looks like it's gonna fall it, it won't fall but yeah it's like it looks really wobbly it looks terrible like what like guitar bells whistles what, uh, what's on the table um, on the table is uh like an effects rack with mm-hmm. um um, different effects processors in it, and a uh, then a mixer and some synths and a sampler. Sometimes a theremin. It all depends what I'm using that night. But yeah, it looks like it's gonna wobble and fall over. <laughs> so no two shows are the same. I take it. Um, sometimes, yeah. I like um, lately, I've been playing a couple different sets, and the next show that I'm playing, I'm gonna be doing kind of a mixture of those sets. And now you write all the parts. You don't have anybody else writing for you or playing um, with you ever? No. Okay. In the past, I've had some guest appearances on the CDs and stuff. And on Proven- Provenance, I have um, some people doing vocals. But other than that, it's it's all me. Cool. Cool. I, well, I can understand that. I mean, is it, is it a control thing? or just No, no. It's not, you yeah. just have fun doing it. Yeah. I mean, I've been in bands before, and it's a completely different experience whenever you're just doing stuff yourself. Mm-hmm. And I've had I've had Heather come up and we've jammed a few times. Yeah, we I made up a cool violin part to one yeah. of the that, songs. But see, that's great. Yeah. I love that idea. Uh, well, are you gonna like record this together or is this just something that, that was the, that was the plan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. I just like I just get real frustrated with the violin because <laughs> I can never keep it in tune. That, I just want to kind of that's the title of the record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, frustrated with the violin. There you go. <laughs> Frustration. <laughs> No, well, what got you into this form of music, though, to begin with? Was it horror movies or just... Yeah, I think it was mostly movies. I, th- um, I think uh, David Lynch soundtracks, actually, <laughs> were, were the uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. one of the main inspirations. And some experimental music from, like, back in the day, like, some, like, John Zorn stuff got me, like, into experimental music. And then I just always leaned towards darker things, so... 
Yeah, like I was saying, I was watching those videos, and they're not necessarily dark videos, but it's how they're shot. Like, yeah. really creepy. Like, the the wood scenes, you know, moving fast. And the sun is behind it, but the sun doesn't look like the sun. It yeah. looks like there's, you know, there's some creature or something out in the woods that you're going towards and it's following you. And I thought, it was, do you shoot all that, too? Um, I didn't shoot that. My friend Michael, um, Michael Todd Schneider, um, he's a local filmmaker. He, we went up to uh, Cook's Forest and we, we shot that. And then um, the other videos I shot. The uh, light bulbs? Yeah. I like that, too. I was kind of transfixed with that one. I was just kind of like, I couldn't yeah. stop, I couldn't not, not watch it. <laughs> I, I use, I use those light bulbs live, um, for that song that's playing behind it. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. I would time the song to the light bulbs. So I'm like, well, I, if I'm going to make a clip of it, I'm, I'm sure I should use the light bulbs. Did you watch them yet? Did you, did you no, them I yet? don't think I've watched these videos. I don't know. I don't no. think you did. Yeah. Where are they? On the portal. Uh, the oh, re- they're rec- on well, actually, yeah, they're on yeah, I remember yeah. seeing the little links to the songs and listening to those, but I don't remember videos. No good chance to plug it right now where to find your oh, videos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my, my main website is requiem-portal.com. It's kind of a, hence the portal. It's a portal to, uh, all my different kind of like web entities. There's like links to, um, the various music sites that um, everyone has, Bandcamp, SoundCloud. Um, there's links to photography on there. There's links to some of the movies that I've worked on. Like um, what? Can you, can you give us a... Um, some of the movies I worked on, uh, well, mostly for uh, uh, who I mentioned before, Michael Todd Snyder. He, mm-hmm. Some of his uh, more recent productions. We, we met... Hmm, let's see. It's probably like 2006, 2000, some, somewhere around there. And, uh, ever since then we formed a, a good uh, friendship and working relationship. And, uh, that's me. Uh, you know, any, anything that he's working on, I'm always involved, uh, mostly with the music. Sometimes I'll do some filming and stuff. Um, but yeah, so I, I do stuff for him. So there's links to that. Um, I did some music for a short film. For a guy in Philadelphia, there's a link on that. It's called The Secret Door. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a whole bunch of links on there. It seems like there's a lot of people that be in line to get you to work for them because, I mean, yeah, it, it seems like you could score an entire movie with, like, you know, without yeah. trying too hard. <laughs> I, I've, I, I've done that for Michael, um, and I do that for him because uh, he's my friend and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe in his, uh, his vision and his movies. Uh, there have been people in the past who... Have, uh, wanted to get me involved and, uh, one in particular, I'm not going to mention any names, but they, they were going, to, they wanted me to score their entire film and, um, I was going, for that, I was going, after, after I saw the film, I was going to require some payment. I don't know if I believed in the vision that much. Right. So Principles. when they, when they found that out, they went with someone else, ah. but it's fine because. Okay. Just well, saying. You know, we're going to listen to a little bit of your music real quick here to take a short break. And, uh, I don't know if you want to introduce a song, if there's one in particular you want us to hear. Um, yeah, off the top of my head, you hit me, you, you hit me on the spot. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. That happens a lot there, in here. There's probably like, there's probably, the songs are really long, so it's probably going to have to be like a clip from we'll a song. We'll do a snippet. We'll yeah. Do a snippet. Hold on for a snippet. Yeah. <laughs>
we're back again. Uh, yeah, so that was a little snippet from Re- Requiem, and that was Lament. Is that what you said, Lament? Yes. Okay. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what, <laughs> what that what, song's what about? What did we just hear? What did we just hear? Um, that's kind of like the, uh, the um, climax of the whole like kind of like CD uh, right there. Um, the, whole, the whole CD, it's, it's six tracks. There's three main parts, and then there's three addendums to those main parts. And they all kind of flow together. And um, it was really dumb of me to do that because when I was shopping it around for labels to release, they, they couldn't do anything with it because uh. they couldn't put it on vinyl and they couldn't put it on cassette. And that's what the kids like these days. Yeah. So uh, um, it was going to be CD only because it was 78 minutes long. It was like kind of designed for that. And there were certain there were certain records in the past that I really, really like. And I was kind of emulating that kind of... Uh, that vibe where it's like one continuous journey the whole way through. Okay. Is it a story? I mean, is this, are we talking about like yeah. each album is a story on its own? Yeah. Concept? Um, yeah. Um, I kind of do that okay. a lot. It's like kind of like one theme for per album. That's and cool. A lot of times the song titles are kind of like a little like poem or something like that. I feel like not too many bands make I know, or yeah, or even care about what they're they're making. Like, it, there's a passion that's missing. That's for sure. Yeah. And it sounds like what you do is is just passion oriented. You can't, especially your live show. It's because you can't put you can't put a concept on a seven inch. Really, I mean, you could if you're really good, but yeah, your packaging and I saw on the uh, on your site is interesting too. I was trying to figure that out for this. Was that the CD? That's Providence, right? Yeah. Some special packaging going on there, sleeve. And yeah. I'm not I, used to that. I, 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 I always kind of have, like, special packaging to make it a little more special. Yeah. Than just, like, some burnt, like, CDR or something. Right. Uh, so boring. You know? But, um, yeah, but I I also kind of back myself in a corner because people now expect it. So if I, if I ever do, like, just put out, like, a regular CD that's, like, shrink-wrapped, they're going to be all disappointed. Mm. Yeah, well, people are so fickle anymore. We were talking about how fickle people are. Yeah. Um, how about at your shows? Do you come up like are people excited? Are they having a good time? Like, do you see a change in like just crowds themselves recently? I love, um, I love asking musicians this one. Oh yeah, totally. Um, well, it's funny because anytime anyone sees me play, they say that that you know, like, not that it 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 kind of ruins their day. <laughs> 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 but I take that as a compliment, you know. <laughs> Why? Because they're creeped out. Yeah, it's like miserable sounding music. Yeah, it's, I love it. See, that's I'm just yeah. the opposite. I need that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I, I think you're kind of the same oh, way. Yeah, I mean, you like your happy music too. I'm the same way. It, you need it. like it fills that space. Actually, I get happy when I watch a horror movie oh, no, or listen yeah. to that stuff. Have, I don't know. have you ever heard of the band Conate? No, no. It's sure. like this ultra doom band. Uh, they're no longer together. Um, every every record was different, but. Um, it's just like miserable, miserable stuff, and uh, like there's this funny story that one of my uh, old girlfriends, I was going to see them live, and uh, she's like, "Oh, I'll go with you." I'm like, "No, you don't. You're not gonna want to go. <laughs> no, you're not gonna like this." <laughs> she's like, "No, I'll go. I want to, you know, I want to see it." Like, okay. Did she cry? <laughs> no, she didn't cry, but. We're walking like I was like I was like on cloud nine by the end of the show. It was just like it made me so happy, like this visible music. Like I was like grinning ear to ear. And uh on the, we're walking back to the car, it's like silent. She's like, Never again. She's like, You're not even allowed to play them in my vicinity. Wow. I'm like, okay. Jeez. Yeah, if you're affected that way, there's a lot of things you should stay away from, I think. Yeah. <laughs> 
man. <laughs> no, that, but it was awesome. That that would be. I mean, I, I've been dying to see these guys, and they have a new album out, Godflesh. Oh, yeah. uh, their new album's intense. If you like Neurosis, like they went back towards that sound. Oh, yeah, I have it, it. Do you have the new album? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you did. It's good, right? Yeah, I and, like and it. yeah, I went and saw them. Oh, I'm uh, jealous. I went and saw them in Philly uh, <laughs> earlier this year, and then before that, I was at the Maryland Death Fest. So if, oh, yeah, if you get a chance, go. Yeah. Yeah, I've been, I've been trying since, uh, I guess 1991. It was that when Pure came out? And, uh, yeah. Street Cleaner was prior to that one. Right? Yeah. That's, you can feel the bass in oh, your stomach. That's why I'm telling you. Yeah. Give them yeah. a shot. Yeah, I'll just yeah. give you some stuff. Yeah, yeah I think she'll God like it. God Flash. <laughs> yeah. I, I think she'd like it. I mean, I, I don't know. We'll try it out. Oh, yeah. Time. We'll try it out. Um, let's see here. Do you have favorite horror movies? What puts you in the mood to write this music or vice versa? Uh, my favorite horror movie is the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, another one. That's yeah. one of hers, too. Yeah. Um... But I don't. I don't know if I don't know if horror movies are that big of an inspiration to me, like musically anymore, except for doing music specifically for horror, mil- mm-hmm. horror movies. Now, now my music comes more from like kind of like an emotion, mm-hmm. an emotional state, a real place. Yeah. Um, but when I hear music in horror films, like that, to me, that's more inspiring as far as as far as the music goes. Um, like. That'll give me ideas. Like I'm like, oh man, I really like what they did there, mm-hmm. and how can I apply that, like in my own world here? No, that makes perfect sense. Do you remember the first time you ever saw Halloween and like heard the soundtrack? Yeah. Remember that? Did that inspire you? At oh, all? I think the first time I actually heard the song or actually saw it, it was more like I saw a clip from Halloween when I was like really young. Yeah. And it was like probably on some sort of like special like show on tv about horror films and it terrified me mm-hmm. like it was the scene with the closet yeah i love it i that's just my oh, favorite yeah ever. carpenter man oh yeah there's just so much going on there um but yeah halloween yeah that's i guess it's still the classic there's not too many new ones i was telling you that you, you need to watch the, the the new trick-or-treat movie yeah that'll give you uh, that'll inspire you i i think that will to just sit down and go do something write some music immediately because there's yeah. so many cool visuals even if you don't like the stories it, it, yeah the, the art itself is amazing and you could vouch for that one too uh-huh. As she she's young yeah she's young. Oh, always yeah. tired yeah she always falls asleep here <laughs> we're boring yeah no boring. you're not boring <laughs> tired. so all right now you have a live show coming up soon Do yeah. I see december 5th december right? 5th yes okay um, it's at a, uh, a residence called the Sick House. I've, sick House. Yes. <laughs> I have, ne- I have never been there. But, um, if you want the address, as a lot of house shows are, you have to get the address from the performers or the people putting on the show. So, oh, right. um, they kind of, kind of keep it under wraps since it's someone's place of residence. I get so it. That's how, like, a lot of our shows have been. Yeah. Yeah. I get like, it. Weird art. I absolutely get it. We do it here. We, yep. yeah, we've been known to, it's been a while, but we, uh, we get some bands that played down in the basement here. But yeah, definitely invitation only, cause that can get out of hand. Yeah. Actually, one of them, the Cheats, you know, the Cheats, local punk rock band? Yeah. Yeah, fantastic band. Todd Porter, love those guys too. They've been on here quite a bit. But yeah, so what else you got here, Miss Heather? Um. You know what your questions? Yeah, I just wanted to talk about Faith No More. And how, <laughs> she just wants to talk about Faith No More. How excited I am about, um, <laughs> The CD coming out next week. And I know. I what excites me most of all is the, the chance to finally see them live. Because yes. that's always been a band that has really influenced me, like being young and 
going through my brother's record collection. He had always had a ton of faith no more. So and since I'm old, I've seen them live. Yeah, yeah. a lot. Same here. <laughs> Same here. From out of nowhere Lucky. tour. I saw yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was yeah, good stuff. I, I know they did a lot of stuff in Europe, but I didn't think we'd see it happen here. I, I love the fact that they're coming back, but I, the tour isn't going to be very big, is it? We may not. Oh, no, it see doesn't them. matter. I'll I'll go anywhere to see. You drive to Philly. Right. I would I would go to Philly, Philly and Ohio, Ohio. maybe Virginia. Yeah. We'll go. Yeah. Probably yeah, no absolutely. further than that. <laughs> West Virginia, they they won't go there. I don't yeah, think. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you got something else to plug. Um, any other albums we should know about or anything else? Are you on Twitter? Um, technically, yes, but I don't really use it. It's been a good, I don't know. It's been a good tool. Yeah. I, I'm at Fairly Dark in this one. Oh, can we talk about um, how Dave Navarro and I were recently yeah, connected in that. the cyber yeah. realm? Yeah. Yes, you, so, you better explain that one. Um, one of my associates at work uh, got me this candle, one of those tall like candles that have like the you know, the saints on them or whatever. And she got it made so, so that it's Dave Navarro. Saint Navarro. Yeah, Saint Navarro. So right away I was like, okay, I have to take a picture of this and send it to Dave because a lot of times he'll like, you know, respond to fans. So I did another, it over another Twitter Dave. first. Yeah, another, another Dave. Dave. So God. many Daves. That's there four are so Daves. many Daves, oh yeah. God. We haven't had that Dave on the show yet. I want <laughs> all the Daves together in one room. That'd be funny. Just, Actually, that'd probably be a really good time. It I, would, like, yeah. yeah. At a Godflesh show. Yeah. Yeah. Um... <laughs> But anyway, so I posted this picture, and within, like, not even a minute, I get a retweet at Classic Tad that said, this is the best, or that's the best. And then he actually posted it on his uh, Instagram. Oh, my God. But what's great is I have, like, a Ouija board blanket, you know, in the background, and a Jane's Addiction pillow. So I was like, okay, these are going to catch his eye. This is, like, a perfectly framed photo. He's going to definitely, like, look at this. And he did, so. <laughs> Way to go. That, yeah. that was, like, a lifelong dream. I, I mean, know, right? nailed it. <laughs> oh, so do you stalk any bands? Just curious. <laughs> um, I don't stalk any bands. Have you been stalked? <laughs> no, I don't know about that. Maybe a little not, bit. Not proven yet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> not 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 within the uh, confines of uh, probably like lo- the laws of stalking. But, uh, <laughs> um, no, the, there's a band that I really like called Low that um, I've seen probably more than any other band and. It's kind of completely different than, not completely different than my music. There's parts of my music that um, have definitely been inspired by them. But um, I've been to their shows enough times that Alan from Low, he he always forgets my name, but he always recognizes me. So, but I don't stalk them. Low? They're from the from the area? No, they're from uh, Duluth, Minnesota. Oh, okay, okay. Low. I, the name was familiar, but I was confusing it with a horror movie called Lo Low, oh, okay. which is actually really good about a demon. Good movie. I was just talking about that at a horror panel. But uh, yeah, so low. I will look that one up. Um, and what else? any other bands you want to throw out there? Anybody local that you've played with or um, on the same stage? The the well, my show on the fifth. I'm playing with a band called Mere Phantoms. Mm-hmm. Really good, kind of um, very emotional. I don't. I mean, I think they would call it hardcore, but I, I kind of I don't like to use that term too right. often it's, because it, yeah. it 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 just covers too many different genres of music. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's. It's very good, yeah. I was going to say, I have the book on American Hardcore, which is pretty darn cool. Yeah. It's an excellent book. I think you've seen it. Oh, there's before. Cyclone CD, too. Uh, yeah. Ah, yeah, right next to you. I was jamming that. out with some uh, vintage nice. stuff there. So where do you see your music going? Like, where do you want to take it? Are you where you want to be right now, or do you want to go further up the line, make movies? Um, yeah, I'd like to do anything I can with it that f- further than what I have already. I mean... 
Um, I kind of, it's kind of strange because I kind of work at a slow motion pace. I don't think people, um, I don't think in today's society that goes over too well. Like people very have low attention spans. Mm -hmm. So when I take five years to make a CD or a release, like I have to, I almost have to like start all, start all over again, like promoting myself. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm trying to work on being more uh, productive, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's there's plans in the future. Hopefully, that'll go through. Um, I might do some shows in Canada with some oh, good cool. good music friends, and I've never played in Canada, so we have listeners there. That's good. Yeah, that's good. So, other than Miss Patty here, um, have you? Is there somebody else you would want to play with or jam with, even write write an album with? Um, Any collaboration out there? Are you pretty much meh? Um, I did a collaboration with uh, Michael, my friend here that makes movies. He does music under the moniker uh, Porcelain Maggot. And we did one live show, and it was um, pretty off the wall. Um, um, uh, by the by, the end of it, Michael was in his uh, tidy whities, and uh, yeah, it was. It, it included it was, it was it was more like performance art. Um, it was a mixture of music and performance art, and it was very confrontational and it had visuals. And but we we plan on doing a split like release. Uh, it was to celebrate our uh, 16 years of doing music, and we were going to call it Sweet 16. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but confrontational, do you mean confrontational with the crowd or just you, you, the two of you on stage? <laughs> um, yeah, it was, well, maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it was an experience, for well, sure. I, well, uh, unless you have something else, I want to hear about the glowworms a little bit and what's going on there. Oh, we just played a house party just the other day or just this week friday and um it was so dave was actually there it was so loud that the (laughs) cops came whoa and we had to stop oh man but it was pretty good yeah. Like a lot of our shows. Well, they're, they're, uh, they're, the house that was at their their neighbor was a cop, so I don't know. Oh, that. I didn't know That's that. That's kind of like poor planning, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I had no idea. <laughs> that is pretty cool. But it was a cool house, a cool people. Oh, man. What, did they just come and give you a warning, and that was it? The, the guy, he... Um, one of the people that lived there said that the guy's usually like really cool, like they have parties all the time, but... Um, um, the guy was threatening to just randomly ticket people's cars yeah. wow. if we didn't stop the show, which didn't seem like within his jurisdiction, but yeah, I think it was a, a shallow threat. The glorms. But I'm sure he, in trouble. I'm sure he would have uh, actually call, like called the, the police. But. You have to see us, man. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like I do because you're not going to bring any music in for me to play. We will <laughs> once we get better you. recordings. <laughs> I have one on my phone, but it's just like... Yeah, I liked I what I heard. I did like what I, I heard there. Yeah, yeah no, they're real good. Yeah, it sounds like fun, man. Well, I guess we wrap this up here unless you got something else. You want to plug other shows coming up or CDs to, for people to buy? Um, no other shows at this moment. Um... Hopefully, uh, within the near future. All right. Well, we're going to go out with a song. Uh, you got another one you want to pick? Uh, sure. All right. You want to tell me? <laughs> <laughs> you put me on the spot again. I, I know. I could just, um, we'll, we'll probably play one from the uh, track Abeyance. Okay. We'll do. All right. Well, David Graham, it was great having you in here. You're always welcome back once you're in the family of uh, KWR, and you know this one. So. You never leave. You never yeah. <laughs> immortalize Thank you. on the airwaves. Yes, yes. So <laughs> Thank thanks you for very coming, much. man. All right, and that's all for us this week. Later. Bye. Bye.
Some Lucello, okay? Okay, let's settle that. Hi, I'm Lusa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Electric acid. Electric acid.